Welcome to the Ready Eddie Podcast, where we help you discover innovative startups in the outdoor sport industry. Join us as we tell the story of brands who are paving the way for the future of outdoor sports. And here's your host, Josh Salvo. Hey, Ready Eddie Podcast listeners. Do you love skiing, snowboarding, climbing, hiking, camping, surfing, kayaking, or mountain biking? Did you know that there are thousands of new outdoor sports startups launching each year with incredible stories and products that are revolutionizing their sports? At Ready Yeti, we are a community of outdoor sport enthusiasts that love discovering new brands and supporting the ones that make innovative, quality products and that have a drive to give back. At ReadyEddy.com, we give away products every two weeks from your soon-to-be favorite outdoor sports startups. Check out ReadyEddy.com and become a part of our daily growing outdoor sports community and be among the first to discover tomorrow's outdoor sport brands. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Ready Eddie Podcast. On today's episode, I had the pleasure of sitting down and chatting with Josh Bennett, the founder of Slant Skis. If you're not already familiar with Slant Skis, they make high-end bamboo skis based out of Truckee, California. Slant Skis has become known for cutting-edge design, quality of construction, and the utilization of the most innovative materials and technology available. I'm super excited to sit down with Josh, and with that, we'll get right into it. Okay, cool. All right, we can get started. All right, so the first question is, how did the idea for your business come about, and how did you get started? Oh, uh, well, I, I started Slant because I wasn't really satisfied with the... Uh, craftsmanship or ingenuity of current skis. I, I used to break a lot of skis. I used to ride a lot of train parks um, back in Michigan in the Midwest and a lot of hard landings and a lot of ice. So um, skis aren't really cutting it. And then when I moved to Tahoe, um, you know, skis a lot more powder and deeper snow. And that's what is the inspiration for most of the science ski line, actually, is, is powder skis. And then I guess I got my start because I just, I started, my first job really was a carpenter and then um, in the winters I was a ski tech and I've always been collecting tools. And then when I was about, let's see, like 23, like right after I graduated college, I, just, I figured I just wanted to like start a ski company. I thought, you know, just kind of small and just for the hell of it to begin with, but uh, I knew that's what I wanted to do. So I just like started collecting tools. I, I knew I would need to to build skis, and then um, a little over a year later, pretty much had everything. I built my first pair of skis in my garage, and uh, that's kind of how we got our start. That's pretty cool. So, what, what's your background in the particular sport? You know, like recreational. Were you ever pro or in skiing? Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I skied. Um, I rode for the Rossi team for I don't know, like four years, probably. And I skied competitively in train parks for up until I was probably like 25, I think. And, uh, you know, I raced in high school too, so I have a racing background and then I was, but I've always been, I've always preferred freestyle skiing, freeride skiing. And then now when I moved out to, uh, I was always a coach too in Michigan when I was there. I went to college in Michigan. I graduated from Northern Michigan University in 2006. And I immediately moved out to Tahoe. And, uh, yeah, basically just took everything I knew and, and used it towards starting slant. Um, I, oh, that's what I was going to say. Um, I was a ski instructor in Michigan when I was there. And then I got a job instructing at Alpine Meadows, uh, when I first moved out here. 
And I had that job for three years, and then I helped start the free ride team actually at Alpine Meadows, and I taught that for a couple of years too. And that team still exists at Alpine Meadows today, which is cool. Even though I just built skis full time, I kind of retired from coaching. Cool. Okay, so how did you, how did, in the beginning stages, how did you develop your product, you know, your skis, what testing went into it? Um, and do you have any sort of like design iterations or prototypes? Well, we would basically just like guess and test, you know, um, design a, a ski and like hope that it would work out and, and build it as best we could. And, um, you know, most of the things worked as we expected. A lot of them didn't though. And, um, yeah, it's basically just building skis, skiing on them, seeing what works, what doesn't work. And then, you know, using what, what works and moving on. And just, yeah, keep getting better and better, just playing with different materials, different shapes. It's awesome. Just every pair of skis you press, you know, the better you get at it. Without a doubt. Okay, cool. Next question. What is something unique that no one knows about you, one of your products, or your business? We have, we're, we're using some, some different unique materials. There's a new material that's super damp that we're using called Vectran. And I'm not sure the exact spelling, but it kind of spells like it sounds. And um, it's a super damp material, and basically you can just mix it with other really rigid, lightweight materials. And kind of the mixture of the two makes a really good ski, a really good reinforcement material. Um, but probably one of the more unique things about my brand is that we use bamboo consistently in all of our skis. And we offer a two-year warranty on all of our skis, too. We make anything from, you know, park, all mountain skis to big fat rocker skis. And that would probably be the unique, most unique things about us. And that we're sustainably made, you know, in Tahoe by skiers. Yeah, your skis are awesome. <laughs> your cool. Thanks, are man. Awesome. I appreciate it. Dude, Thank I you. love them. I, I, I'm skiing in Vermont right now and it's been raining all day, and I was still riding them all day. <laughs> oh, that's great. Thanks. You know, I figured out a way to, like, print the bamboo graphics a lot better on bamboo now. Okay, next question. Do you have a mentor, and if so, who are they, and how have they helped your business? Yeah, I mean, I guess I have. I've had a few mentors in the ski industry. Scoby Spring has definitely been a big mentor of mine, kind of, like, showing me the ways of the industry and helping me with ski designs and ideas. Um, mm-hmm. they're definitely innovative. Um, he also is a, a big helper with, uh, the different styles of art we use. And yeah, I mean, I, he was a, you know, a hero of mine growing up that I just knew as a professional skier that I thought was a badass. And then after I moved to Tahoe, I, you know, I met the guy, we started hanging out a little bit, riding bikes and we became friends. And then we started working together, like building skis. So it's definitely been, kind of a dream come true of mine to get to actually become friends and work with one of my skiing idols from growing up, you know. So he's been a big influence for sure. But yeah, but mostly I just kind of like the, the building part of skis, I kind of just took head out on my own, I guess. That's awesome. I had like other people with, you know, carpentry skills and whatnot give me advice and a lot of, a lot of friends over the years, you know, with different ideas, but mostly that's kind of like my own thing is the building part of it. Cool, cool. Uh, you touched on this a little bit a minute ago, but, but what is your commitment to sustainable manufacturing? Um, so we just like to use as little plastic as possible and as many natural materials as possible. Uh, we like bamboo because it's sustainable, sustainable, 
it is sustainable because it only takes five years to grow, to grow to, grow to maturation uh, for harvesting. And then if you cut it down, bamboo is a grass, and it will grow back just like your lawn um, in a matter of a few months. In a matter of a year, the bamboo forest will be back to the original height it was uh, before you cut oh, it down, wow. which is pretty impressive. And bamboo is also a super oxygen producer, so it produces four times the amount of oxygen that other plants do of similar size. So it's actually uh, kind of reverses the effects of global warming. So it creates a lot more oxygen, absorbs CO2. So if we had more bamboo in the world, it would actually kind of help flow down the effects of global warming, we could say at least. That's awesome. I had no idea. Yeah, That's it's really, really awesome cool. material. Bamboo is also harder than concrete. But yeah, anyway, it's a really awesome building material. It's cool because there's no knots in it or anything either. So it's really homogenous. The whole length, the core, long, long the tubular strands are super strong. There's no knots or no weak points in the core or anywhere like that. That's awesome. Okay, cool. So what kind of culture exists in your organization? How do you, how do you promote this culture? Um, just trying to share my skis with as many people as possible. Um, you know, sharing stories with skiers, you know, finding out what they like about, um, specific skis, what they like to see in specific skis instead of them being there. You know, we talked about sustainability, how, how we try to use less plastic in skis, how we try to substitute, you know, bamboo for sidewalls instead of using the UHMW and same with the top sheet, you know, using a bamboo veneer instead of a plastic top sheet. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it ends up making the skis lighter and more sustainable at the same time. So it's a win-win situation. So we're trying to do more of that. What's the uh, hardest part um, about starting a business? What has been the hardest part? Just sticking with it and just every time you fail, just know that you have to keep trying again and, and you have to make it happen. So um, basically, you got to keep getting after it. <laughs> That's the only way you'll succeed. How many do you guys uh, build a season? Uh, we're doing about 150 pairs now. And we have the capability to do more, but we're just kind of taking our time and keeping the quality high and enjoying ourselves still and building experimental skis, too. Always something that we can still keep getting, you know, improving with. That's awesome. What's your greatest fear and how have you managed it with your business? I don't know what my biggest fear is. My biggest fear is dangling my toes in dark water. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't really have to do that with my business. That's why I picked the building skis, I guess. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Um, okay, we'll go with that one. Uh, what are some right. of the biggest mistakes you have made? Um, well, I probably made, I probably screwed up the building pair of skis like every way possible. I don't know. The biggest mistake is probably just not not starting sooner. I mean, I thought about this years ago, but just, yeah, just don't delay. I'll start sooner. Um, but that's not even a mistake. I don't know. Yeah, I just, I put up a lot of skis. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I've pressed top sheets upside down, cores backwards. I mean, just made so many mistakes in an effort to get the press totally dialed and get everything right. And, you know, I mean, I used to, when I first started, I used to mess up maybe, like, half the skis I pressed, and now we mess up only, like, 5% or less, and everything else is coming out great. So, um, but we're always, in, always improving. Uh, the first pair of skis I ever built, I epoxied them to our ski press. <laughs> I put <laughs> ah, nice. parchment paper, 
Yeah, and then I go, like, after, like, eight hours of curing, like, super excited to pull them out, and I go to pull them out, and they're just, like, just, like, glued, like, straight to the bottom mold, and I was like, hey, good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yep, I've totally done that too. <laughs> yeah, yep. I, I was just like, well, I will never make this mistake again. <laughs> yep. Oh, that's it too. You make the one mistake and you won't make it again. So, yeah, without try it, not to. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yes, that's true. What advice would you give to someone that wanted to start a ski company? I would say try to get with a mentor first. Try to get in with a smaller company building skis. So even volunteering your time, you know, sweeping the floors, doing whatever you can to get an in. That's the one advantage I wish that I had, is I wish yeah. that I would have had the chance to build skis with somebody else first. And there just, like, wasn't as many little guys around or anybody willing to help out. But um, we do that for a lot of people. We trade skis for people that have, you know, decent skills to build skis with. So, you know, or people can always get in. But that's that would be my recommendation. Cool. Where do you see your business in the next year, five years, ten years? Um, slowly, steadily growing still. You know, we we always want to grow, but we will never sacrifice quality for quantity. You know, we all we do now is build skis, and that was kind of the original goal. Now we just want to build more skis, you know, with more innovative designs, and that's kind of our, our goal for the future. That's awesome. What's the best part of running your your company? I'm my own boss, <laughs> which is great, and uh, I get to play with skis all day. And yeah. we, yeah, at any time that we have of a foot or more of snow, we shut down the shop and have mandatory powder day, and everybody goes skiing. That's awesome. How many guys you got in the shop working with you? Um, usually I have let's see, two full time guys and then two part time guys. That's awesome. Hey, Ready Podcast listeners. If you enjoyed today's episode, then I would be incredibly appreciative if you could log on to iTunes and leave us a quick review. This really helps us get noticed by other podcast listeners like yourself. And if you know anyone that would benefit from this episode, then please share it along. Well, that wraps up this episode of the Ready Eddie Podcast. I'll catch you next week.